You sit at a desk. They sit at a desk. You have sales reports. They have book reports. You need supplies. They need supplies. Business is a lot like school. That's why your small business should take advantage of back-to-school deals at Staples. Now, Staples 1-inch 3-ring binders are $1.92. One-subject notebooks are just $0.25, cents, and two-pocket poly folders are just $0.35 cents each. Make back-to-school your business at Staples. In-store only while supplies last. Offer ends 9-1-18, limit 30. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, broadcasting live from the NYC. It is Wednesday, April 17, 2013. On today's show, my special guest is the beautiful and talented Brooke Valentine. Brooke first arrived on the scene in 2005 with her hit song, Girl Fight, which features Lil Jon and Big Boy from Outkast. That single alone had propelled her album sales of her debut album, Chain Letter, to 2.5 million copies worldwide. She later released her second album, Physical Education, after that. Brooke can also be heard on the soundtrack to the 2005 movie Roll Bounce, which also stars Bow Wow, where she did a remake of the classic 1978 hit song, Boogie Oogie Oogie, from the group Taste of Honey. Now Brooke has also released a collection of beautiful ballads and slow jams on her website for all her fans called Love Letter, and now she's back with her latest release, titled Forever, which includes the hits Rub It In and Don't Want to Be Loved. So we're going to be talking with Brooke Valentine, Brooke Valentine when she calls in, but we'll be back. We're going to take a commercial break, and we'll be talking with the lovely and talented Brooke Valentine. Stay tuned. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Yo, what's up? This is the Black Eyed Peas. And we're here for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. Music is one of the most important things in our lives, but nothing is more important than life itself. When you drink and drive, you're risking the life of yourself and the lives of everybody on the road. Don't plan to drive, just plan ahead. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAD, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. If you are just tuning in, you are listening to a special edition of That's Entertainment. On today's show, my special guest will be the beautiful and talented Brooke Valentine. Uh, If you you are just joining me for the first time, uh, this is the third year of That's Entertainment on Blog Talk Radio, so I'm very happy, and and I want to thank everybody that's on the phone lines and in the chat room. Thank you for all your support. As I was mentioning earlier, Brooke Valentine first arrived on the scene in 2005 with her hit song Girl Fight, which featured Little John and Big Boy. She also uh, released a second album called Physical Education, and she also can be heard on the soundtrack to the 2005 hit movie Roll Bounce, which also stars Bow Wow. Uh, she did a remake of the classic 1978 hit song Boogie Oogie Oogie from the group Taste of Honey. She also has released a collection of beautiful ballads and slow jams on her website for all her fans and devoted uh, loyal fans called Love Letter And now she's back with her latest release Title Forever And it's including the hit Rub It In And Don't Want to Be In Love Please welcome my special guest The beautiful and talented Brooke Valentine Good afternoon Brooke, how are you? you? I'm great, thank you For uh, taking the time out of your busy schedule To come and talk with us here on That's Entertainment Anytime, darling, anytime. <laughs> I want to say um, I've been a fan from day one. I love your music. I love your voice. 
And I just want to start by saying why it took so long to come back. I took a life break. I needed to, you know, for, you know, I have to use that old time, find myself. I, when I first started in the music industry, I was only 14, around 13, 14. So that's pretty young. By the time my first album came out, I was 17, 18. So I kind of skipped growing up. I didn't really do a lot of things that kids did, and I didn't. I was grown so fast and doing my own thing and had credit cards and, you know, had a lot of money really fast. Mm -hmm. So I needed to take time to humble down and learn about life. I had three cars, and I didn't even have a license to drive. It was, you know, real fast-paced, and no one told me no because I had the credit card. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So I realized that that wasn't real life. That's not independence. Just because you have money doesn't mean you have independence. I was still dependent on people to do things for me that I should have been doing myself. But once I realized that happened, I needed to take a break and just figure things out and become a real person versus, you know, plastic. And I needed that break. And um, I have no regrets. And for that reason, I did leave the music industry because I felt like it was a crutch for me, like something to lean on and say, oh, no, but I have this. I said, no, I need to strip this away from myself also so I can really dig deep down and figure out who I am as a young lady and now I'm a woman, I can definitely say that it was a good idea. And as far as returning to the music industry, I can't necessarily say it's a return. I can't say that I'm creating music again for myself and I'm releasing it. So that's just the way I describe what's happening right now. Now, I know um, you started singing um, at a very young age. Growing up, do you always wanted to become a singer? I didn't know that it was a realistic dream, the way I grew up and the things that I was told. It was like I would sing and I would say, I want to be a singer when I grow up, and I was told a singer. Like, okay, but how are you going to pay your rent? Okay, we know you like to sing, but what are you going to do? What kind of job are you going to do? So with that being said, I didn't really grasp the fact that it was a career and you can make money off of it because the lack of knowledge around me. So yes and no. I thought to me that was a hobby, and then I would go be a lawyer or a doctor and make money off of that, and I would just sing on the weekends. <laughs> but it wasn't until I met Deja the Great, which is the CEO of the company that I signed to when I was 14. He was like, no, this is a career. You can pay your rent off of this. He had a brand-new Lexus, and he was like 16. He said, I bought this Lexus writing for other artists and I was like wow he really opened my eyes and showed me that it wasn't just a hobby it was really a dream inside of me and I should pursue that the thought has always been there but it wasn't until I met Days of the Great where I I realized that I really really wanted to do it and make it a reality now who are some of the artists that influenced you to become a singer was there any particular artist that stood out that said, wow, I, I love her voice, I'm a fan. What what was some of the artists that influenced you to become a singer? I have a serious, serious, serious thing for Anita Baker. She just mm. moves me in such a way that's like, oh, my God. And I remember reading an interview of hers where she was stating how before she got her record, there were so many people that she couldn't sing, and they didn't like her voice, and it was too different. And I listened to her, and it just excites me so much to hear her voice. I can't imagine anyone saying that, but Anita Baker was the one. I was one of those little girls listening to I Apologize and Body and Soul, and all my aunts like, what do you know about this song? And I'm like, oh, wait, this is a jam. <laughs> so definitely Anita Baker, Luther Vandross, very white, all of those deep tones. I'm really drawn to that tone, that low-riding tone that almost just fades into the music like an instrument. Sade is super smooth. She never fails. She stays true to herself and the type of music that she does. I mean, things have changed so much, and Sade remains the same. And every time she returns, she just gives us exactly what we didn't know we want, but we need it. Mhm, mhm. Now I know that you're also a mom. How is mm-hmm. it trying to balance motherhood and your career? 
I think that all mothers would probably agree that I'm not really sure there is a certain balance. You just do it. You just stick your foot out there, open the door, you stick your foot out, and then you start taking one step at a time. The book on balancing those two, oh, my God, I don't even know. Like, <laughs> give me one. And everyone's circumstances are different. And some some people are more of a parent than they work. And some people work so much that they feel less of a parent. And you just have to do what's best for you. Before I had my son, I couldn't imagine. I said, no, how am I going to do all of this that I'm doing and have a child? Oh, my God, that's crazy. But God will. You know, when God is ready and you feel like you're ready, he'll give it to you. And I must say, it's been a blessing for me. And some, at the end of the night, sometimes I don't know how I got it done, but, I just, you know, you just do <laughs> with prayer. <laughs> yes, yes. Now, let's talk about your new CD, Forever. Um, I, I think according to uh, the website, it says that it's been f- four years since you released new material. Is Is that correct? Probably, well, before, yes. I did mm-hmm. release a mixtape called Love Letters on Valentine's Day this year. So before that, yes. But now I, I just released, you know, a, quite a few songs on Valentine's Day, which was very well respected um, from my fans. They just really, they was like, okay, we love it, we love it. I was like, really? <laughs> put out there and you test the waters and see what, they're listening to and what they like. And before I put out forever, I just wanted to make sure I was on the right path with what my fans are feeling and want to hear at the time. I do plan on continuing to do that. I have some more material that I'm going to release for free. It's just important for me, you know, for people to feel. You know, I I love the the that uh, album Love Letter because I'm a big fan of love songs and slow jam. So as a fan, I want I would like to thank you for re- uh, releasing that that album because it, it it's a beautiful album and it has a lot of beautiful ballads and slow jams. And uh, when I heard about the uh, that you was uh, you would put it you had put it out for your fans as a a, uh, a dedication to all the people that were there for you in the beginning. I thought that was really nice. That that's something rare that you don't hear too many artists do, and uh, I, I just loved it, the album. But um, I'm going to play uh, some of the songs from that album as well as your latest singles. And I just wanted to let the listeners know, if you are just tuning in, welcome. This is a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs, and my special guest guest today is the beautiful and talented Brooke Valentine. She uh, has a new CD coming out called Forever, and we're going to play some of her uh, latest singles from that album. If you have any questions, for Brooke, by all means, give us a call. The call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. Again, that's 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. If you're too shy to come on the air live, you can always post it in the chat room. Again, if you have any questions for Brooke, again, the call-in number is 347-637-2656 and press the number 1. We're going to go ahead and uh, take a break, Brooke, and we're going to play a single from that album um, called Love Letter. And uh, I want, also want to give a shout-out to everyone that's in the chat room, Beautiful Butterfly, Delicious Talk, Jerry Burt, and Liberal Democrat. Thank you guys for joining me here with Brooke Valentine and joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. Here is a single from Love Letter, and this is called M.I.A. featuring Naughty. Enjoy. Pictures of me, 
feature artists and producers that work with you on this one? Well, I did work with DJ Quick on forever, and not necessarily in the way that everyone thinks. You know, most people think, oh, he's featured on the album, but actually he sat with me and went through the records and mixed them all, and that was very therapeutic. He's very, he's like amazing, and the fact that he's a fan of mine is also amazing. So he can sit in the studio and say, I love this record so much, I want to mix it myself. So that was incredible. I also got a chance to work with the legendary Scarface on the remix of Don't Want to Be in Love, which was, I mean, I can't say enough about him. He is, I mean, come on, he's Jay-Z's favorite rapper, so (laughs) that says enough right there. He's amazing. He heard the record. He loved it. He he jumped on it right away. He was like, oh, Scarface was listening to your record right now. He liked it. And, I mean, within an hour, I was getting an MP3. He liked it. And he was on it. I was like, whoa. (laughs) Really exciting. I have some more features to come. I'm constantly in the studio with someone working on something. So, And I like surprises, so keep your ears open. I've got some things coming up. Great, great. Now, I I read uh, somewhere that at one point in your career you had uh has you had just totally had fell out of the uh, had had a disliking for the music industry itself. Not to say you didn't love doing music, but just the industry itself. What do you mean by that? Basically, I think a lot of people get too caught up in the industry and what people say about you and what you should do so people can like you. I'm not that kind of person in my life at all. And not to be the church lady that everyone calls me, that, you know, calls me, but my life has taken such a turn. I feel like if it's not with us as Lord or what God has for me or if it's not on the path that God has for me, I'm not doing it. I'm not into it. So if that means I call the company and say, hey, I'm taking a break, um, call me later, then that just is what it is, and I have to do that. I can't be a victim of what people want me to do and people being upset because of the decisions I made. It's my life to live, and I only have one. And as being a mother now, I have to make smart decisions, even if it looks dumb for someone else. So as far as the industry, I think a lot of people fall victim to the industry itself, trying to make the industry happy, trying to stay on top or whatever on top is and appear to be rich. You know, none of that stuff matters to me. I live a, I have an amazing life. I don't want for anything. I have a lot of nice things. And I just thank God that I was able to take a break and maintain my lifestyle exactly the way it was when I had a number one hit single. So that just tells me that I did something right along the way. Okay. And I'm content. Mm-hmm. So it's safe to say that you, you you feel that you do you feel that the music industry has changed a lot from when you had first arrived on the scene. Um, a lot. No. Well, hmm. It, the inside stuff about it has changed. So mm-hmm. the type of text that I used to get back in the day. I mean, wow. The, the I mean, everybody knows the economy is different now. So. And people, I think they kind of know that the companies aren't throwing around the same type of money and the same type of checks. I mean, if you didn't, back in the day, in my same letter days, you shoot a million-dollar video easy. Like, oh, yeah, my video is a million. How much is yours? Oh, a million? You know, it's just like mm-hmm. everybody's shooting videos for a million dollars, which now you think about it, that is crazy. Like, are you serious? Spend a million dollars on a video? Most definitely. I um, spent a million dollars on a one-up single, which was Dope Girls. We shot a million. We spent a million dollars on that video, and it wasn't even the actual single from the album that was coming up. It was more like, a, oh, let's just test the waters. So, with that being said, yes, things are different. I think that people are more open to music now and open to differences, such as Nicki Minaj and Lady Gaga. You know, their way of dressing and the type of music, and you never know what type of style the next single is going to be. Back when I put out saying letter, people didn't understand that I was the first to do it. So, yeah, things are different. 
But for me, it, it really doesn't matter that people are more open now. I think I'll be before my time again when my next album come out. I just have a way of being ahead. So it's like a blessing and a curse. Right, right. Because I know I hear, you know, just recently Tony Braxton uh, had said on some of the talk shows that she's retiring from the music industry because she's no longer uh, don't feel the music like she used to when she first came out. I remember I had interviewed uh, Nikki Gilbert from Brownstone. You know, she's currently on that show, R&B Divas, where she had talked about how uh, the industry itself, uh, it just had just changed her whole persona where it got to a point where she didn't want to sing anymore. She just wanted to, just, mm-hmm. you know, do th- other things. And, you know, I was looking at some of my playlists, and I I was noticing how I see more, um, you know, as far as the R&B genre, that, you know, I see more men on the list and very little of the women on the the list. And, you know, I think about you, I think of Anne-Marie, I think of Lettucey, all these talented women who have have beautiful voices, the talent is there, but they they don't get the airplay or they're underrated. And, you know, Neo had said it best where he was saying that R&B has become like this dying genre, so he's trying to make it his business to bring R&B back. Do you feel the same way as far as R&B, the the genre itself dying out because now it's more become more hip-hop-ish or more R&B artists are going towards the pop scene? No. I think that music's in the heart, and perhaps there is an era, let's say three months, where R&B is, quote-unquote, dead. On the radio, you still have your records. You still have Teddy P in your, you know, in your, your I don't know if you download it on iTunes, or you still have the CD, or you have the tape or the records still have your R&B. So it should never be dead. It lives on through our memories and music and songs that we grew up listening to. So for me, I don't have a problem with that. If I turn on the radio and it's all party rock and house music, I can cut the radio off and pull out my records and be just fine. As far as artists releasing that type of R&B, I do think that things have changed. But however, even though things have changed, if they want to remain the same, everyone will be bored. They don't want to R&B. It's like mm-hmm. you can't please. Yes. <laughs> you can't please anyone. So let's just give and take. Let's have a little of this, a little of that. So you can't have your lettuce, and you can't have a tank, and you can't have a mixture of pop R&B like a Kevin McCall. And you, you can't have those different things where you get you did and dab. You get a little of this and a little of that. Just be content with that because, like I said, if things were to stay exactly the same, we would all be pulling our hair out and something new, please, please, please. You know, we want something new. But don't forget, in times where you're not you're not finding what you want, go and go back, dig back, and pull out that record that will give you what you want and just dwell in it. Yes, yes. Now, someone uh, posted in the chat room, uh, Liberal Democrat, uh, they posted, they uh, are asking, are you are you writing on this album? Because we all know that you're also a songwriter as well. Are you, have you, are you, all the songs on your album are all those that you wrote or you collaborate with other people? I have to write or I, spiritually I would die. Writing is my way of expressing myself without having to fight or go to jail. <laughs> yes. I mean, period. That's just extreme, but it's, it's exactly the truth. I have to write, and I did write the songs um, with ex- experts from, you know, some of the original records, but I did write Love Letters, the mixtape. I had six hours to complete that mixtape, so mm-hmm. that was done in six hours. Um, my album Forever, yes. Definitely wrote on every song in Chain Letter. All but one song was written by me. And um, that's just, it, it just has to be that way. Um, if someone were to service a song to me that they wrote and it was fitting to me, I would sing it. It's not stating that, you know, I have to write my own music, but I do have to write. You know, period. Even if it's for a record for me, a record for someone else, I would like to be involved in what's going on. So, 
and I'm singing it and I'm pouring my heart out, it is my heart and not someone else's heart. I have to have a connection with it. And then when you have that beautiful person that hits you on Twitter and say, oh, my God, book this song, touch my heart, you can say mine too because that's the truth versus, oh, well, someone wrote it. And, you know, I don't, I never really been through that, but I see what you're saying. <laughs> it's a difference when you believe right. right. the lyrics. Now, someone also asked, "Do you sign a 360 deal?" I don't. I'm not sure what that means. But do you do you have you do you sign a 360 deal? The 360 deal is basically um, in slang terms. It's kind of deal where your everything that you do, um, your likeness. If you did a reality show, if you did an album, if you wrote a book, maybe you're it's all in that one company. Three sixty is like they made a circle around your likeness and anything that goes with your likeness belongs to them, basically. I hope I explain that, you know, in a way that everyone can understand um what it means. Um, as for me, I can't the answer to that for me will be no. However, my endeavors as Book Valentine are it's a we have a family unit that's the Bloomingdale Entertainment where we handle everything. So I don't wanna answer a question with two answers yes and no. It's kinda of crazy. <laughs> but if you could see how everything was set up for me, you would understand. It's really complicated. However, I don't see anything wrong with three sixty bills. Um for all those new artists out there listening scared, you know, to sign something or I don't want to give everybody everything. However, what's 100% of nothing? If you're sitting at home and you have talent and, you know, you don't want to sign something because you don't want someone to have a piece of what you got, what's 100% of nothing? You're not doing anything right now. So if you sign that deal and you have someone actively working for you and making you money, I feel like they deserve something for working for you. And you get your cut, and they get their cut, and the world goes round. That's just life. You cannot be afraid to step out. That's just like with a case. Yes, you. If you hire a lawyer, and I'm just going to divert for a second. <laughs> if you hire a lawyer, you obviously you feel like you're going to win. You're not hiring a lawyer to say, "Oh, I think I'm going to lose this case." But can you like, you know? You're going to hire them. You think that you're going to win, so you're just going to get that lawyer to go out there and say, "Hey, this is what happened." And you're going to pay the lawyer, even though you're right, you know, you know you're in the wrong, feel like you're going to win anyway. You're going to pay that lawyer because they go out and they speak for you and they make things happen. They do all the stuff that you don't want to do. So sometimes in life we just, we just have to do that. And if that means a 360 deal and somebody's getting a little piece of everything, who cares? Because you could be at home with 100% of nothing. <laughs> So well, with, with, with all things pray, just do, just pray about it, and if God is showing you a clear path to it, just go, go for it. Right. Wow. Well, thank you, Brooke, for elaborating on that. If you are just tuning in right now, we have here at one thirty-two here on the East Coast. If you are just tuning in, my special guest today on That's Entertainment is the beautiful and talented singer-songwriter Brooke Valentine. She's releasing a new CD called Forever, and we're going to play uh, the the two of the latest singles from that album. The first one is going to be Rub It In, and uh, the next one's going to Don't Want to Be In Love. Enjoy. Thank you. 
That was the latest from Fruit Valentine and Don't Want to Be in Love. And before that, we have Rub It In. These two singles can be found on Brooke's latest CD, Forever. And, Brooke, it's safe to say that the album is coming out on June the 11th? I think so. You know me. I don't get involved in dates. I just do the dates. So the gay part, forgive me. I'm like, really? <laughs> I just can't. I'm just too creative for the dates. I try to stay away from the dates because, you know, it takes me out of my creative area and I start getting panicking and, oh, my God, I got a deadline. And I'll just keep creating. But overall, you know, I have power over what I want to do. And I do plan on releasing another mixtape for my Valentine. So stay tuned. Wow. Now, uh, who have you not worked with that you would love? to work in the future as far as your future projects? I definitely would like to work with Lauren Hill. I mm. haven't had a chance to collaborate with her, and she's amazing. It's just to see what pops out of her head is amazing. So to get the opportunity to work with her, and that would be dope, period. Wow, wow. Now, will you be doing um, any touring soon? Definitely, definitely working on some touring, um, discussing touring, touring options. I'm the type of person I don't like to make announcements or pre-announcements before things are hashed out and definitely going to happen. I feel like a lot of times artists make announcements too soon and when things, you know, don't follow through for whatever reason. could be contractual, just could be, you know, fake. And then you let the fans down and they're like, oh, I thought, I thought, I thought, no. Rather than do that, I would just, you know, wait on, you know, putting that out there. But definitely, definitely towards in the future, really soon, some shows. I'm excited. Wow. Well, we are excited for you, and we just can't wait. Before I let you go, Brooke, can people uh, follow you on Twitter? And uh, uh, you can tell people about your website, how they can download your music, if you can just uh, put out your social media information out there for your fans. Yes, definitely. It's pretty simple. My website is the number four ever, Brooke. And Brooke with the E on the end. A lot of people say, yeah, E on the end. <laughs> so foreverbrook.com is my website. Um, on Twitter, I can be found at the number four ever book. And even on Instagram, foreverbrook. Pretty simple. 
um, the website. You can find all other social media um, links, like um, SoundCloud, where the Make a Love Letters is for free, and Facebook, which is Book Valentine Music. And I'm right there. I try to stay up to date. I try to log in. If not every day, every other day, say hello and connect. It's a beautiful thing to be able to connect with your audience, your friends, my Valentine's directly. It's amazing. Wow. Well, I'd like to thank you again, uh, Brooke, for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come talk with us today. And for all the listeners out there and the fans, the album is titled Forever. This is Brooks Valentine's latest CD. You can check her out on her website at foreverbrook.com. That's the number four, everbrook with an E.com. And you can also follow Brooke on Twitter at Forever Brooke. Her latest uh, CD is out called Forever. Uh, we're we're hoping June that we, we, it will come out. And uh, again, Brooke, much continued success. We'll be looking out for you and uh, keep making those beautiful songs. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me, and I look forward to speaking with you again in the future, Tammy. Yes, most definitely. And if you have any more projects, definitely. Uh, call us up and we'll have you on the show again. Okay, great. Thank you so much. Thank you, Brooke. Thanks for calling. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, that was the beautiful and talented Brooke Valentine, R&B singer, songwriter. Make sure you pick up her CD forever. Uh, It should be on iTunes. And also check out her beautiful uh, mixtape on her website, uh, which is uh, Forever Brooke, where she has a mixtape called Love Letter, beautiful album, beautiful mixtape. Make sure you check that out. And uh, also just uh, follow her on Twitter at uh, at Forever Brooke, and her website is foreverbrooke.com, where you can also download that mixtape, Love Letter. Right now we have 13 minutes left in the show, and uh, when we come back I'll give you uh, the latest uh, entertainment news for the week, and uh, we're going to play another Brook uh, tune later on in the show. So we'll be back right after these messages. Hi, this is Paul McCartney on behalf of Rad. If you're drinking, you can't drive my car or any car. And remember, don't drink and drive. It's just not worth it. If you're in need of a coach to help you manifest your goals and dreams, I'd like to recommend Andy Brown. An author, radio show host, and award-winning producer, Andy Brown is more than capable of taking you from where you are to where you want to be. If you're ready to take your career and your life to the next level of living, why go it alone when Andy Brown is waiting to help you? Contact him today. Go to andybrownspeaks.com. That's andybrownspeaks.com. Tune in to That's Entertainment, the number one source of entertainment news and pop culture every Wednesday afternoon with the host Tammy Jones Gibbs, right here on Block Talk Radio. Right now, we have 11 minutes left within the show. If you are just tuning in, you're tuning into a special edition of That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones Gibbs, where every week I bring you the latest in entertainment news and pop culture, a few celebrity interviews, and uh, gossip as well. If this is your first time tuning into the show, I'd like to say welcome. Today, exactly April uh, the 17th, will make three years that we've been here on Block Talk Radio, so I'd like to thank all my loyal fans and loyal listeners for tuning in from the very beginning and joining me week after week as 
I bring you the latest info from the world of entertainment. If you are just tuning in and you missed the interview with Brooke Valentine, make sure you definitely check out us on the uh, on iTunes, and we can also go back and listen to the show archive. And uh, also, That's Entertainment is also on Twitter. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, just go to That's Entertain 1, that's T-H-A-T-S, Entertain, and the number 1. And like us on Facebook. We have a Facebook page. Just go to www.facebook.com forward slash That's Entertainment.radio. You'll see a logo with the Hollywood spotlights in the background and the film reels in front, or you can always type it in the search box, That's Entertainment Radio. Well, uh, we only have a few minutes left in the show, and I just want to give you the latest info uh, as far as news goes in the world of entertainment. Uh, Right now, uh, Mario Lopez is being sued uh, for allegedly canceling a public appearance for which he had partially been paid. The lawsuit was filed over in October of 2012 at a 2012 concert where the X Factor USA uh, host, was apparently contracted to host. Lopez is said to be had paid $8,000 in advance on a $15,000 fee by promoter Bobby Capone to appear at the Roxy and Penn Landing caterer event, and this is according to a lawsuit document attained by E! News. Capone claimed in his suit that Lopez backed out on the event at the last minute after having received the partial payment, costing the promoter an additional $5,000. Lopez is now being sued for $50,000 for consumer fraud, breach of contract, and bad faith business practices for his apparent cancellation. A spokesperson for the presenter has not yet commented on the matter. Lopez is the host of Entertainment Series Extra and also played A.C. Slater on the popular sitcom Saved by the Bell. And remember the man who had crashed the Grammy Awards stage earlier this year? Well, he's getting ready to face up to six months in jail. Adele Pitbull and Jennifer Lopez was on stage when the Ukrainian TV presenter Vitaly Sediuk appeared alongside the Skyfall singer. Sidiuk was charged with one count of willfully leaving a spectator area and entering a performance area and one count of interfering and delaying program participants. The charges brought against him could bring a maximum sentence of six months in jail along with a $1,000 fine for each count. The court date has been scheduled for May 31, 2013, and uh, Sidiuk has made headlines before after Adele was pre- uh, presented with the award for best pop solo performance. Uh, he he also uh, present was a court at the Academy Awards where he was wearing like a replica of Bjork Swan's dress, and he was carrying a basket full of souvenir Oscars. Now, police and security team were reportedly handed a printout of his face in preparation for a possible stunt again, having already sent him a legal letter stating that he would be arrested if he made an attempt anything similar. Now, this is also the same guy, get this, who did a viral prank where he um, he planted a kiss on actor Will Smith at the Men in Black 3 premiere in Moscow, and Will Smith had slapped his face. So right now he just he recently pleaded to Adele or for, to Adele supporters in order to avoid recent jail time. Wow! And uh, the, uh, the Fox, uh, get this, has pulled a Family Guide episode from its website that featured people being killed at the Boston Marathon. The episode was called Turban Cowboy, which aired on March 17. It included a flashback sequence in which Peter crashed into runners with his car while he also befriended a terrorist planned to blow up a bridge. An edited clip of the two scenes began circulating online, making it appear that the explosion was at the marathon. Fox has now removed that episode from Fox.com and from the Hulu service. The network does plan to air the episode again soon. Creator Seth Mafon had criticized the edit version, tweeting, quote, the edit Family Guy clip currently circulating is abhorrent. 
Meanwhile, Film 4 has confirmed that an airing of Chris Morris' dark comedy for Lions, which follows a group of homegrown terrorists, will not go ahead as originally planned for next Monday. Three people were killed and over 150 injured by the bomb detonated near the finishing line at the Boston Marathon on Monday, April 15th. So my uh, condolences and prayers go out to all the people that were affected by that bomb on Monday. You know, it's a shame because now, you know, it's like you can't go anywhere where there's crowds or where there's sporting events. And I know here in New York we're getting ready to do the Long Island Marathon this past weekend, and there's supposed to be a sporting event tonight at the new Barclays Center in Brooklyn. So a lot of people are on edge, and I know that the mayor here, Mayor Bloomberg, has beefed up security, Uh, you know, people, there's been a lot of police presence, so... You know, this is the world that we now live in, folks, and, uh, you know, it's scary. But, you know, we got to keep living day by day. We can't let these people scare us out, but we just have to keep going on with our lives. Uh, right now we have six minutes left in the show. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to a special Afternoon edition of That's Entertainment. My name is Tammy Jones Gibbs. I'm the host of That's Entertainment. If this is your first time tuning into the show, welcome. That's Entertainment has been on broad talk radio for three years now to the day. Today is our third year anniversary, so I'd like to thank everybody who also tune in and, and listen to the show today. I'd also like to give a shout out to everyone in the chat room. We got Beautiful Butterfly, we got Culture Freedom, Delicious Talk, Guest 1797, and Jerry Bird. Thank you guys guys for joining me here on this Wednesday afternoon. And uh, there's also been a speculation of a uh, Friends reunion, you know, the show that has been dismissed by, uh, uh, they're thinking about, well, they were saying that the Friends sitcom is thinking about uh, uh, coming back together and reuniting back on NBC, but there's been claims that the network had commissioned like a revival to debut in 2014, but it has been denied by studio Warner Brothers, an NBC source additionally told E online that rumors of a reunion was not true after the initial report sparked a frenzy across Twitter on Tuesday night. A second network, network insider added that while a potential reunion had been talked about, there has been no forward motion on such plans. The sitcom executive producer Kevin S. Bright argued last night that there was no reason for a friend reunion and also dismissed talk of a movie, saying that the program was originally made to be an intimate show in your living room. Friends originally aired between 1994 and 2004 on NBC, and it has propelled its central cast, Jennifer Aniston, Courtney Cox, Lisa Kudrow, Matt LeBlanc, Matthew Perry, and David Swimmer to international fame. And Robert Downey Jr. has revealed that he has been paid $50 million for The Avengers. The Hollywood Reporter first suggested after the film released that Downey Jr. Pay, could be paid close to $50 million, factoring in both box office business and the specifics on his contract with Marvel Studios. The Avengers is the third highest grossing film of all time, with a total worldwide gross of $1.5 million. Downey Jr. returns as Tony Stark in Chains Black Iron Man. Three, and although he's not contracted for any further appearances, he has hinted that he's not ready to relinquish the role just yet. Iron Man 3 is going to be released in theaters on May 3rd. Right now, that will do it for me today. Thank you, beautiful butterfly, for coming by. Tune in next Wednesday when we do it all over again. Uh, Before I go off the air, I want to close out the show with one of my favorite Brooke Valentine songs from her first album, Chain Letter. And uh, and uh, this was a song I, I spoke to Brooke about. This is one of, one of my favorites. It's called "Love as You Come Love Long as You Come Home." Brooke Valentine from her first album, Chain Letter. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you, Brooke, for stopping by. Thank you, William, her uh, her uh, people from uh, Subliminal Entertainment for making this interview possible. And, again, tune in next week when we do it all over again. You've been listening to That's Entertainment. I'm your host, Tammy Jones-Gibbs. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. Stay safe, and I'll see you next time. Take care. Oh, 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 oh,
My mom has a permanently stuck in the 80s thing. We're talking cheesed up feathered hair, acid washed denim jacket, and shoulder pads. So many shoulder pads. But I just got a new phone from AT&T. And check this out. I got a second phone to gift my mom. So now she can finally ditch her old one for a phone that can actually stream all the 80s shows she loves. Come into an AT&T store and find out how to get a smartphone on us. AT&T. More for your thing. That's our thing. See store for details. Anticipated TV series of 2018 is now on Amazon Prime Video. Dr. Ryan, you found him. What do you want to do? I'm only human. Sometimes the person you least expect. I can't go to Yemen. I'm an analyst. Is the only man for the job. We gotta get inside his head. The new Amazon Prime original, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan, starring John Krasinski. Stream now on Amazon Prime Video.